shelf. In this message, Pastor teaches on the wisdom of God, which is the highest form of wisdom. This message teaches ways to tap into the wisdom of God, where God will elevate you to bless other people. Let's open our Bibles to 1 Kings chapter 4, verse 29. 1 Kings chapter 4. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding, exceeding much and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. Amen. 1 Kings chapter 4 verse 29. And God gave Solomon wisdom and understanding, exceeding much and largeness of heart, even as the sand that is on the seashore. Amen. Hallelujah. Tonight, I pray that the Holy Spirit anoints you with His wisdom. The Bible says in Romans 16 verse 27 that our Almighty God is an all-wise God. And God wants His children to be wise. The highest form of wisdom is the wisdom of God. Why do I say that? Because there are other wisdoms that are available. The wisdom that is earthly, sensual, that is demonic. There are a lot of wisdom that is available. But the highest form of wisdom is the wisdom of God. And God wants you and me to walk and enjoy the blessing of the wisdom of God. To exist independent of God is to exist in the realm of foolishness. Because Psalms 14 and verse 1 says, The foolish say in their hearts there is no God. So to exist independent of God, you are actually existing in a realm of foolishness. So the alignment with God equals the attainment of wisdom. You cannot be aligned right with God and be foolish. Yet, we see so many people, either they are not aligned with God according to the scriptures, or they are aligned with God, but they have not tapped in to the wisdom that God freely gives His children. Wisdom, wisdom is access to the word or the voice of God. I want you to repeat that with me. Wisdom, divine wisdom, divine wisdom is, access is access to the word, to the word or the voice of God. The voice of Look God. at Psalms 8. Psalms 8 was, uh, sorry, uh, not Psalms 8, but Jeremiah 8, I think. Jeremiah 8, verse 9. The wise men are ashamed. They are dismayed and taken. Lo, they have rejected the word of the Lord. 
and what wisdom is in them yes if they have rejected the word of the lord what wisdom is in them so when you study the scriptures tonight i want to i want to title the message top shelf but it is about the wisdom of god divine wisdom is access to the word or the voice of god whether it be in marriage you need marital wisdom or in your finances you need financial wisdom whether it be administration you need administrative wisdom so it is just not i'm not speaking about head knowledge but i'm speaking about practical wisdom that comes from the word divine wisdom is access to the supernatural creativity and inventiveness or even into innovation exodus 28 was 3 and it gets better as the message goes on <laughs> but i need to lay a foundation because there are too many people copying other people or duplicating others whether it be in their business whether it be in their career whether it be in ministry so divine wisdom gives you access to supernatural creativity and being innovative and inventive exodus 28 verse 3 and thou shall speak unto all that are wise hearted thou shall speak unto all those who are wise hearted whom i have filled with the spirit of wisdom whom i fill with the spirit of wisdom that they may make Aaron's garments to consecrate him that he may minister unto me in the priest yes even to make garments can you see that for Aaron to minister his creativity some of you just need to get to the fashion business just creativity just to fashion for speaking about Bezalel he had the wisdom of God upon him where he was good with every kind of craft artistic work and that work brought in the glory of God wisdom or divine wisdom is access to the mindset and thought patterns of God not it is not being crooked it is not being shrewd that's all demonic wisdom that is of the flesh divine wisdom is having access to the mind set and thought patterns of god divine wisdom is access to divine inspiration and ideas look at job chapter 32 verse 8 Job chapter 32 verse 8 But there is a spirit in man There is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the almighty The inspiration of the almighty giveth them understanding That giveth him understanding it's in, it's, it inspires you divine inspirations gives you ideas divine ideas 
Some of you just need to lift up your voice and ask Jesus to give you divine wisdom. It also gives you access to the ways of God. The ways of God. One thing that I've learned is you cannot say my way and then expect God to give you wisdom. Wisdom comes when you submit to the will of God and to the ways of God and say, Lord, your ways, show me your ways. Let me, I don't know what to do, but teach me your ways, guide me. What should I take that business? Should I do that? Should I get married to this person? How many children should I have? Where should I build my house? What should I do with the situation? When you surrender, submit to God, God gives you access to divine wisdom. And practically how that happens is when you begin to submit and surrender, not, you know, not, not, not holding on to your will, surrender to the will of God and when you begin to pray. Now what I do is before any important decisions I have to take, I surrender, I submit, I say, Lord, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to open the church this week? Do you want me to, you know, call so and so to minister? Do you want me to have a fasting prayer? Do you want me to do that? Well, buy land there or... You know, take that ministry opportunity there. What do you want me to do? I surrender. I said, Lord, your will, not my will. Then I begin to pray in the spirit. I begin to go, Shikala Raba, Hastula Ramento, Raidili Yamshustanam, Rekhelia, Raidili Smokorua, Raidil Simaram, Dos Mekheri, Dul Subribi Yamshustene, Raidili Ros Mekherua, Raikela Ramom Shustani. You go on praying in the spirit. And after praying in the spirit for a certain point of time, You relax and you stay quiet in the presence of God and your spirit, your mind, your heart is flooded with what God wants to communicate to you. It is not you just praying and praying and praying in the spirit and then you just get up and walk off. No, you pray and then you sit at the feet of Jesus and say, Lord, speak. And then the mind, then I just take the book, I begin to write what God wants me to write. Because divine wisdom will give you access to supernatural solutions and answers. Solutions and answers. Now, how do I solve this problem? Now, people there practically, I'm telling you, there are people sitting there as believers who need solutions, who need answers. Why did this happen in my life? Why this happened in my family? What's, what's happening? Surrender to Jesus. Love Him with your heart. And pray. Genesis 41 verse 32. Genesis 41 verse 32. And for that, the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because the thing is established by God and God will shortly bring it to pass. Look at 33rd verse. And for the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It is because of things that were established by God. Look at the 33rd. Now therefore let Pharaoh look out a man discreet and wise and set him over the land of Egypt. Egypt. And 38th verse. And Pharaoh said unto his servants, looking at Joseph, can we find such 
a one as this is a man in whom the spirit of God is and Pharaoh said unto Joseph 39 verse for as much as God has shown thee all this there is none so discreet and wise as the what the solution to a nation can you imagine that in a heathen land the king is in need of a solution and the spirit of God gives Joseph the wisdom and I pray that some of you listening will be advisors to prime ministers and presidents and to CEOs of companies because you have solutions you are rewarded not for your good looks you are rewarded for solving a problem everyone whom is planted by God on this earth has a capacity within them to solve some problem or the other not create problem you why do you why do you why do you play a, uh, pay a plumber because he solves a problem in the house why do you call the electrician and pay him because he solves a problem why do you go to my mechanic and you pay him why because he solves a problem in your car why do you go to a doctor and you pay him because he solves a problem in your body so blessings rewards riches wealth comes when you tap into the wisdom of God to solve problems and so you should pray and say Lord what am I called to solve whoa amen can you imagine that a nation's problem we can't even solve our own problems <laughs> Joseph was out there solving a nation's problem seven years there will be abundance and there will be seven years of famine therefore one-fifth of all that you get in your abundant time save it so you won't have to sit and fast and pray during famine time it's a word of wisdom to somebody when God gives you wealth when God gives you abundance or anything that God gives you learn to save 20 person there is one-fifth 20 person save it if I get if I, you, you get thousand rupees hundred rupees tithe if you if you want to give more to the Lord do it but then there comes a point where you learn to save up 200 rupees it's not the amount it's a principle so God can look at you and say okay this guy is faithful and God can bless you but we have a hundred and million excuses for why we can't save and so you always go through lack why you can't save I just had to pay that bill this bill that bill so you can't give to God you, can, you can't save but this is a principle in the scripture outright in the time of abundance save 
If God can trust you with saving during your abundance, you will never need to sit and cry during a famine. Because the 20% saving through the abundance took care of a nation through their famine. It doesn't matter how long the famine comes, how long crisis comes. If you have the habit of listening to the wisdom of God and saving, it will carry you through your troubled time. Lift your hand and say, wisdom of God. Hallelujah, I need to tap into the wisdom of God. Help me to be a good steward. Amen. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Teach it to your children. Even pocket money is safe. Are you with me? Rupees 10 you give to your children and say, okay, one rupee give to the Lord. Two rupees save. Seven rupees go buy chocolate. You don't need to pray in the time of famine if you can save in the time of abundance. See, God will do miracles. But God cannot bless foolishness. <laughs> how you handle abundance determines how you or what you become in life. Wealth is not permanent, but wisdom is. So I pray that may you learn to manage and multiply your resources. Open your mouth and say, help me to manage, me to multiply, multiply the resources, the resources that, God has given me. that God has given me. You know, in times before we had this scooter called, uh, I mean, I, I, I used to drive my cousin's scooter. So there is this reserve, the scooter that is the reserve. Don't use the reserve. Are you with me? When the fuel comes to reserve, some people are midakam or apple lulu molipu. Adu vichonda. Pinna variyadara vai. See, that is the principle. The principle is followed in cars, in bikes. You will find this reserve. It means that there is still fuel to get to the next fuel station. It might go even 100 kilometers. But don't be smart and drive on that reserve. Get to the next station, petrol pump, fill up. Amen. Praise the Lord. That is what Joseph told Pharaoh. Reserve 20%. See, what message did Joseph preach to Pharaoh? Every gospel ministry is trying to preach to pharaohs. What message did he preach? He didn't preach any message. He just gave wisdom. In your company, you're called to solve a problem. Go to the CEO, find the insight from God and speak. And they will reward you. May God give you an anointing to speak to Kings and prime ministers and companies, ideas and solutions. Somebody say amen to that. Glory unto the name of Jesus. 
God always tells ahead, shows ahead, and sees ahead. God always does it. That is wisdom. God always tells ahead, shows ahead, and sees ahead. Sometimes, you know, I look at people's life, you know, in the congregation, look at people's life. If they had listened to that message, even in the beginning of the year, and if they heard, really heard, and saw what was being said to them, that won't happen. Vision without plans is like a bird without wings. Sometimes you have a vision, but unless you have a plan, that's the wisdom of God. Some people's minds are closed. That is why they go into addictions and sin, because foolishness. But tonight, let your mind open in the name of Jesus. Let every addiction be broken off. Let foolishness and stupidity leave your lives in the name of Jesus. May be filled with the divine, holy, pure wisdom that comes from God. Lift your hands and say, Lord, oh, be thou my wisdom. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Be thou my wisdom. We have the song, hallelujah. That's the thing that just that stands up. Mm, yes, Lord. Be thou my wisdom. to the prime minister of that land the prime minister said listen I'll be the president you be the prime minister you be in charge just like India you know the president is just <laughs> the president <laughs> the prime minister is going to be in charge so Pharaoh said listen Joseph got such wisdom you be the prime minister I be the president I'll be the official head but you take decisions because you've got wisdom. May that be your portion in your life. At least in your panjayat. Solve that water problem. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Glory be unto the name of Jesus. Amen. When you have Holy Spirit wisdom, you don't run for position. But positions will run behind you. Because when you solve problems, hmm, people will want you near them. 
Palace is calling. Top shelf. Palace is calling somebody. Open your mouth and say, Palace is calling. Palace is calling. The highest place came to Joseph in that land because of wisdom. Look at Genesis 41 and verse 41. I like that. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. I have set thee over all. Top shelf. Topmost position. I have set thee. Genesis 41, 41. Open your mouth and say, God will set me. God will set Hallelujah. me. Hallelujah. As the highest position. Amen. Amen. Glory be unto the name of Jesus. Praise be to the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. See, shepherds in the scripture, in Genesis, you will find in Genesis 43, verse 22, shepherds were an abomination to the Egyptians. As a matter of fact, you could never eat with a shepherd. The Egyptian would never do that. Read Genesis 43, verse 22. I will read it. Genesis 43, verse 22. 32, sorry, not 22, 32. And they set on for him by himself, and for them by themselves, and for the Egyptians, which did eat with him by themselves, because the Egyptians might not eat bread with the Hebrews, for that is an abomination unto the Egyptians. Amen. Another version, uh, in another portion of the scripture says, shepherds were an abomination, because they were like the lowest caste in Egypt. Are you with me? We have a lot of caste system in India. But let me tell you something from God's word. The lowest caste guy became the prime minister. God lifted him up. Joseph, a shepherd boy. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Glory unto the name of the Lord. It doesn't matter what kind of caste you are or how people have put you aside or people have rejected you. Tap into the wisdom of God. That will get you places Hallelujah, where your caste cannot get you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It will get you into places and positions uh, where God will lift you up. Uh, open your mouth and say, God will elevate me. Uh, God, will elevate, God will elevate me. See, God elevates you so that you can change or feed these people. That is wisdom. How can I be a blessing to others? There are many people who are working for money. But there are people who are working to help people. And God says, I will elevate you. Are you with me? You're looking to receive. God says, it's more blessed to give. Joseph was a giver. He wanted to, the gifting, the wisdom, he imparted. Tonight, may your season change in the name of Jesus. From thus forward, May you walk in the wisdom that comes from God and enjoy every blessing that is associated with it. In the name of Jesus, you see what others don't see. You give purpose to other people's life. Life has a meaning and a purpose. And I want everybody in the church to be people of purpose. And wherever you are working or wherever you are dwelling, you do instill that kind of purpose and wisdom and vision into the lives of people around you. The treasure that Joseph had of wisdom, he gave. 
You can start slow and small, but God will get you to the topmost place. You can have a normal entry in life and then go into extraordinary levels. Why? Because of the hand of wisdom upon you. Glory unto the name of Jesus Christ. Praise be to the name of the Lord. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. See, the anointing is just not singing songs and falling under the power. I believe in that. You can fall under the power. You know, I see that it's happened to me. I see that happening in my... You can sing songs, all that. But anointing is wisdom. Learning to impact the people around you. That's what ministry is all about. Whoa. Glory unto the name of Jesus. Amen. Joseph was at the capacity to solve problems. He's a generational solution provider. An answer provider. (laughs) Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. So what is, how do you tap into this wisdom? Job chapter 28. This is one of the scriptures which my spiritual father taught me right up early in, 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 in my spiritual walk. Job 28 and verse 28. Job 28, verse 28. And unto man he said, Behold the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And the fear de- of the Lord, that is wisdom. That is wisdom. And to depart from evil and to depart from evil is understanding. Is understanding. Say that with the fear of God. The fear of God is the foundation. Is the foundation for the wisdom of God. For the wisdom of God. Amen. What does that mean? Fear of God. A healthy respect for the Creator. A reverence for the Creator. That's what the fear of God is. In in other words, God is not taken for granted. A healthy reverence for God. To depart from evil is understanding. What does that mean? You're uncomfortable with evil. Criminal lives are comfortable with their crime. But you're uncomfortable with crime. But there are many who love Jesus but who don't have the fear of God. They don't take God seriously. They don't take God's word seriously. They love the Lord but they lack in wisdom. Why? Because they they don't depart from evil. They're looking for ways to sin. Sitting there and drinking and drinking and drinking. Or you're fornicating. Or you're being with the wrong kind of wrong kind of people, watching wrong stuff. And you still love the Lord, but you don't have the fear of God. You assume 
Everything is going to be okay. You're comfortable with sin. Tonight, ask the Lord, Lord, forgive me. I don't want to be far from you in my heart. I want to fear you. Have a healthy reverence for you. Yet it's lacking in the body of Christ across the world. you who need to just get your heart right with them. You're so comfortable. You've been in sin. And you're so comfortable being in sin. Wrong relationships. That's foolishness. There's an eternity. No matter who preaches what, let me tell you one thing. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. There is a purity lifestyle. You can sing songs, you can have all the religious talk, but there is a purity lifestyle. Pure in your motives, in your intent. Departing from evil. That's not my crowd, that's not my company. There are people who are trying to have the best of both worlds. But you don't have the best of both worlds. You just get miserable. You can't have. You cannot serve two masters at the same time. So let's get back to Solomon, the wisest man. There are some scriptures about wisdom that in the book of Ecclesiastes that I won't have time to preach but just to speak it forth so you can meditate and then I come to one valid more point and then we pray Ecclesiastes 10 and verse 7, uh, 10 if the easy to remember 10 10 41 41 Genesis 41 41 Genesis Ecclesiastes 10 10 yeah if the axe is dull he do not and if he do not wet the edge then must he put to more strength. Yeah, you should put more strength if you do not sharpen the edge of an axe. But wisdom is profitable to direct. But wisdom is profitable to direct. So instead of putting all the strength and working hard, have wisdom. Work hard. There's nothing wrong with that. Working hard is scriptural, but laboring is not. Whoa, we choose the fear of the Lord. You know, there's another scripture about Solomon, access to wisdom. And that is 2 Samuel, after the, I share this point again, 2 Samuel 12, 24. 2 Samuel 12, 24. Look at that. 2 Samuel 12, 24. And David comforted Bathsheba, his wife, and huh. went in unto her and lay with her. And she bare a son, and he called his name Solomon. And the Lord loved him. The Lord loved him. 
Say that with me. The Lord loved him. Look at another scripture. 1 John 4 verse 16. 1 John 4 verse 16. It's an amazing scripture. 1 John chapter 4 verse 16. And we have known and believed the love that God has And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. How much are you into God? Are you into God as, as, as God is into you? Look at that. And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. Solomon, God loved. New Testament church, God loves you. For God is love. He's into you. He loves you. He doesn't want you to make foolish decisions. It says that we have known and believed. Some of you know, but you don't believe it. Do you believe that God loves you? Believe it. Because everything that God does for you is not according to knowledge, but according to faith. So how can you believe until you hear and faith comes by hearing? Romans 10 14 so you got to believe that God loves you look at Ephesians 3 19 Ephesians 3 verse 19 and to know the love this is Paul's prayer to the church in Ephesus yeah and to know the love of Christ and to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge which passeth knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God that you may be filled with all the fullness of God it is in knowing the love of Christ that you're filled to the fullness of God it's amazing you can be praying for 10 hours and still be empty You can be reading scriptures and still be empty until you come to a place where you know the, the love of Christ and you know and before you know it you're filled to the fullness of God. Solomon was loved by God. New Testament church foundational teaching believe that God loves you. And just imagine I mean you go borrow money from somebody. I borrow some money from Leah. She pays me. And then I go. And then I need more money. Now, will I have the courage to go and ask her again? Because I haven't paid her back the money that I borrowed from her. So I might not. I might look for some other person whom I can ask money from. Why, why? Because I, I feel that I, I have a debt to, her, debt to her. Are you with me? I've already taken. That is how some people, I have asked God before, God has forgiven. And now I have messed up again. Will God forgive again? Can I ask him again? He cleared my debt before and I still haven't got my life ready. Will he accept me again? He will. It's not like me asking Leah 
and you're getting angry the second time ask her for 100 more bucks without love 1 Corinthians 13 says you are like an empty noise your prayer becomes empty noise if there is no love you, you pray and pray in God for 8 hours and God says only noise only noise because this, there is no love a loveless prayer is a wasted prayer believe that God loves you Uh, you know there is we know this I don't know why the Holy Spirit is making me say that see love is a multi-dimensional force so it's a, it flows in more than one direction 1 John 4 16 says God loves you believe it that is what you call downward love God loves you then John 13 verses 34 35 says I mean four kinds of love one God loves you that is downward love with that love we love him back that is an upward love John 13 34 35 says by this all men will know that you are my disciples that you love one another so there is a horizontal love that you love one another and then there is the Bible says love your neighbor as you love yourself so there is a self-love which is called inward love. So love flows in all these dimensions. But unless you believe that God loves you, you won't be able to love Him back. Are you with me? You won't be able to have that honest fear of God and right reverence before Him. And unless you love Him, you won't be able to love one another. And unless you love one another, you won't feel good about yourself. And it is when you feel good about yourself, you are able to access the wisdom that of God that is inside of you out. Whoa. Whoa. Hallelujah. Amen. 1 John 4 verse 20. 1 John chapter 4 verse 20. I do not know whom I am preaching this for. 1 John 4 verse 20. If a man say I love God and hate this brother, he is a liar. You are a liar. <laughs> for he that loveth not his brother whom he has seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? There's a horizontal love. Are you with me? You know, they have something called the DNA test. Your genetic, you know, whether you belong to, the, 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 this is your father, they, they know how to test it, genetic testing. So sometimes, I mean, how if your sample is taken and if you are tested, is he a child of God? Does he have my DNA? I love him. Does he have my DNA? And if God was to take a sample from you and test it, what will he find? 
Are you with me? I don't know. This, this, this doesn't belong to the family. <laughs> this doesn't belong to the family. Will your sample pass the test? Some people have bitterness flu. <laughs> they have hatred activities. <laughs> hatred activities. High blood envy. Slander titis. <laughs> Whatever. Gossip titis or not just hepatitis, it is gossip titus and negative titus or whatever. Tonight, for the wisdom of God to flow out, to you to come into the topest point of your life, access the love of God. With that, you are able to stand and fear Him and love Him. And then you are able to be loving to people around you. Love others means love your spouse. Can you do that? Is that too much? Love your family. Love the church. Just some people in the church or everybody. Love your enemies. Ah, easiest thing. Agape love is the foundation to love others. Amen. Blessed be the name of Jesus. I just need to say this joke, if that is okay. Three pastors were sitting together and they said, you know, we listen to people's problem, we help people, you know, we take their burden and we pray for them and all that. But our burdens, who do we share it with? We don't have anybody. So at least we should share our burdens with each other. So pastors sitting together, they said, really? Yeah. You know, we don't have anybody to share our burdens with. Everybody looks up to us, you know, but what about us? We need to share our struggle. So first pastor says, okay, I have, a, I, have a, I have a problem, you know. Every time I, I, I see somebody very beautiful, oh gosh, my mind goes, then I have to pray, I have to fast for three days, and my, <laughs> You know, I, I forget the scriptures I'm supposed to preach. <laughs> pastor said, hey, let's, we have to pray for him, we have to pray for him. We have to pray for him. The second pastor said, I have a problem, you know, every time, you know, you know the offering box is moved around and then before they count the offering, you know, I just uh, grab a few. The other pastor said, stealing, you're not supposed to steal. I know, but I got this weakness. Pray for him, pray for him. The third guy said, you know, I've got a problem, but it's not as great as your problems. I've got a problem. It's not as big as your issues. I mean, you've got cardinal sins, man. <laughs> you sins. <laughs> but i got a problem too. i got a problem. I, you know, everything that I hear, I just need to tell it to everyone. <laughs> just, I can't keep it. <laughs> Just need to tell it everybody. <laughs>
well the bible says love covers a multitude of sins <laughs> solomon <laughs> solomon was loved of god amen and he tapped into wisdom but when his love changed he lost the fear of god because 1 kings 11 says he loved different women and his heart was led away into idol worship tonight this is the word over your life may your life never go astray may you not love anybody more than jesus and may your love for others be rooted in the love of god is pure and holy that sees wants to see others blessed others grow others empowered to do their best for god and when you do that let me tell you you will be amazed by the wisdom of creativity and wisdom of supernatural access to you know the voice of god and counsel from god and provisions and supernatural miracles and blessings coming into your life